Yeah, there we go. So what's up, ladies? It's been a week. <laughs> that it Was has it only a week. <laughs> Jesus. It's been a week. It's been busy. Besides being a short week, it's it flew by fast. It's been busy. June is here. Happy Pride Month to both Sarah and um Katie. Yeah. Pride <laughs> Month is here. Is. Unfortunately, I don't have the drink because I couldn't, I didn't go to the store because I was in Yonkers last night and I gotta go to the Bronx right after this because my sister's having a graduation party. She had a dinner yesterday, now she's having like a formal thing. You know you gotta make it a whole like event, right? A whole week of events. <laughs> With her, it's always something big. And I'm just like, dude. And then my mom's side of the family, my maternal side of the family, they're up here. So they're like staying in a hotel near like the mall, like the Cross County Mall. So it's like, <laughs> Wait, you can stay up in the hotel. I was like, no, I need my peace. I'm recording and I need my peace. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Everyone, welcome to episode 13 of Unapologetically She. Holy crap, y'all. That's awesome. <laughs> that means it's been at least 13 weeks, <laughs> which, which is amazing. If you're not tuned in, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> oh, you're missing yeah. out by the times. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, we are going to kick off our drink of the week with Katie. And yes, I would, because um, it is beginning of June, so happy Pride to everybody out there that Woo! celebrates it. I, it was more rainbow earlier, but I went with a rainbow paradise drink that is just absolutely fabulous. It's coconut rum, pineapple juice, grenadine, blue carousel, and it's just, it's yummy. You can decorate it however you want, so I'm enjoying it. And I am enjoying the shit out of this, and I know I'm going to be enjoying it a little too much. Yeah. So stick around for, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. We can't name it post-production anymore. Listeners, we need a cool name for our after we record segment. Cause we get like all types of funny. The after, <laughs> the after spill with the ladies. <laughs> it's like, I was, I was joking around with on yesterday, unapologetically random. Yeah. <laughs> unapologetically <laughs> drunk is what it half the time it is. Yes, I was going to say that. Unapologetically <laughs> shit-faced. <laughs> no, that's Elian. <laughs> She's staying drunk. Between her and Ashley, I'll, 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 I don't know which ones be drunk. Maybe like, I'm drunk. 
shimmy doing a shimmy and shimmy. I know I'm about to start doing a shimmy suit girl <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I look forward to like day drinking with the ladies so absolutely all about this <laughs> so how have you guys been this week <sighs> trying to stay black and trying to stay alive yeah mm-hmm. apparently you know my black ass don't matter well, you matter to me Mm-hmm. Yep, matters to me. Absolutely. What a week. What a week. All I have to say is there's, let's see, about 20 days of, of until the last day of school. And I am counting every last second down. It has been the absolute worst year in education of my entire career. So I'd love that shit to be over. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's one thing about when I used to look forward to the summer, I'm like, turn up. You know when it's hot when they had to put the AC on in school. You know. <laughs> you you yeah. already know, Elliot, because you work uh-huh. in public school. You'd be Listen. like, it's June 1st. You're going to turn that heat on? It's hot. <laughs> Especially if you're in, in those old, like, New York City public school buildings. And on the third floor, like I am, you're on the top floor of the building. And oh. all the heat just comes up, Right. But I'm one of the few lucky ones that has a really bomb ass AC in my classroom. Good. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what time it is, kids? It's time to bring a sweater to school because it's gonna be ice <laughs> cold in our classroom. <laughs> As it oh should be. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh I've yeah. been missing you guys. I can't wait to see what we've got to talk about this week. And I almost, I'm excited for mine. Yeah, so we're moving on to Shot and Chaser, which, as you all know, if you've been listening, like you should be, (laughs) it's our segment where we surprise our co-hosts with a topic that's our shot, and their reaction is the chaser. So we're going to start off with Sarah this week. What do you have for us? All right, I'm coming in hard this week. (laughs) Oh, grab your drink. She said. (laughs) I'm coming in hard this week. Um, with the mass murder shooting in Buffalo, followed by Uvalde, followed by El Paso, followed by Phoenix, all in the last two to three weeks. I am very pleased to say that the New York State Legislature has passed extensive gun laws, which we already have the strictest gun laws in the country. Um, But our legislature, uh, the Senate and the Assembly passed these bills. They've been delivered to the governor. Uh, I have no, she's going to sign them. It's just a matter of when. Uh, But this legislation, just to give you guys a brief outline on it, it strengthened the 2019 red flag law. It expands those who can file an extreme risk protection order to include healthcare professionals who have examined the individual within the last six months. It would also require police and DAs to file ERPO petitions upon credible information that an individual is likely to engage in conduct that would result in serious harm to themselves or others um, and has possession or access to firearms. Um, It amends firearm licensing statutes 
Um, it's they pass legislation that would enhance the sharing of gun crime information by requiring all state and local law enforcement agencies in the state to submit gun crime information to the National Crime Information Center, the National Integr Integrated Ballistic Information Network, and the National Tracing Center of the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Um, it will require gun dealers to implement a security plan for securing firearms. Individuals of, um, under 18 will be prohibited from entering certain locations on the gun dealer's premises without parental consent. Uh, provides gun dealers to provide training to all employees, state police to conduct inspe inspections of gun dealers every three years. Um, uh, currently under New York state law, it's illegal to possess large capacity ammunition feeding devices, but that were some that were grandfathered in. So they've removed that. They've removed all that grandfathering, um, and they it was and they were lawfully possessed prior to the Safe Act. Um, another bill expands the definition of firearm to include any weapon that's designed or may be readily converted to expel a projective or explosive. Um, they've got additional legislation that requires the Division of Criminal Justice Services to certify whether micro stamping enabled pistols are technologically viable. Um, they have included a package that would require an individual obtain a license prior to purchasing a semi-automatic semi rifle. Um, process would be the same as it is for a pistol, revol revolver, all that. Um, and they added not only gun legislation to this whole huge package, it's like 10 bills, but it also includes legislation to address hate and threats made on social media which I think is a really big one. Um, it would require social media networks in New York to provide a clear and concise policy regarding how they would respond to incidents of hateful conduct on their platform and maintain easily accessible mechanisms for reporting hateful conduct on those flat platforms. And the second would create a task force on social media and violent extremism to address those. And there's just, there's massive, massive amounts in this gun bill and lastly the assembly passed they passed and adopted a resolution calling on congress to reinstate the federal uh, assault weapons ban of 1994. so it was it was really huge it just passed on thursday or friday um y'all can see it on the senate website the new york state senate website and it's just uh, to me i wanted to address it because of all the stuff that's going on and because i feel like this this is a model that our members of congress can follow in addressing these issues well you know on um what is it on i think wednesday some someday they i know they're going to hold a hearing on wednesday in congress and i know they're going to the speaker says she's going to put something on the floor. She ain't waiting for the motherfucking Senate because it's not the House. It's the mm -hmm. Senate. And yep. so, and it's one member of the Democratic Party in the Senate who was not really for the assault on a ban. I don't know why. And the 50 something grand insurrectionist senators in the, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, I'm calling them that. And so, like, you, 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 you got that. Like, it's 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 just this country is it's been divided but it's just further the divide just got further like it's just like a something just went in there just yeah well okay. i think you know i'm i'm proud of new york for doing that but if we're going to be honest the state that had to do this the least 
was probably New York. And of course it was the first that acted. Exactly. I mean, the response by our legislature was just bam, instant. And you know, the problem is we can and will, as you can see, regulate gun ownership um, in New York, but then neighboring states also have to have to be on board because I could just get in the car and cross, you know, a state boundary and and go get assault rifle. That's not very helpful. Well, Connecticut gun laws are are are, are tight. It, I yeah. don't know about New Jersey, but Connecticut stuff is is on board. Pennsylvania, hmm. yeah, Delaware, <laughs> mass all around us. Yeah. If anything, I think like with with this gun package, if anything, I think it highlights the, you know, a reason that we need to elect more Democrats to the Senate. Yeah. Because that's the only way it's gonna happen. Exactly. Talking about it around the first time. Yeah. Yeah, the amount that can do it, but it's a good start. And hopefully that's something we can model off of as we go forward. What about you, Shante? Well, my shot and chaser, I am not, I'm the politics girl, but I'm not going to go in like Sarah with, you know, all the logistics because Sarah's just Sarah. <laughs> um, she always gives us education. She is the mom on the panel, but <laughs> you are the mom on the panel. But I would like to draw your attention, like Martin Luther King always said, be aware and be careful of the white moderate and the white liberal. So, Andy Asteroid, I guess he's like a former film actor, producer, whatever the fuck he is. I know he's a motherfucking has-been because nobody has seen him. He got old and shit. Had the motherfucking audacity to have a series of tweets, a series of tweets, just criticizing the Democratic Party for the next years to come. So reality, that's what he said. Biden will be 82 and... 2024 and may not run. Biden is widely unpopular. Harris was an awful candidate with virtually zero support. If Biden doesn't run, Democrats desperately need an Obama-like inspiration candidate who can appeal to both sides. I live in the real world. And it doesn't stop there. It motherfucking continues. And then he quotes Matthew Dow's balding ass which that motherfucker is a whole ass Republican. I don't care if he will say, I'm a Democrat now and I'm a, no motherfucker, you still tell that Republicanism because we remember the Bush years. You're a speechwriter for crying out loud. Let's be real. And so the 2024 press campaigns will will officially kick off next spring. Given everything we know about the Republicans are doing, no, Repubs are doing, and given the stakes, it is really too soon for Dems to start a conversation as to who its candidates are given that an 80-year-old may not run again. And then another one. Where is it? Then there was another one, as DJ Kelly said, and I'm not even a big fan of him, said, I'm sorry I missed the memo. Dear white men who voted for Kamala Harris in 2020, which is going to put VP Harris in 2020. It doesn't matter that you were disappointed about her failed candidacy and might consider someone else in 2024. You must vote for who we, we, capital, like, want. Otherwise, you're a sexist and a racist and or a bad Democrat. And so I put the Kamala face here like, 
what motherfucker so i would like to say this to mr asteroid you are a has-been ass motherfucker film artist film whatever you know you're trying to get clout to debase the democratic party and another thing when you address the president and the vice president and the vice president address them president joe biden vice president kamala Harris. If you can't fucking say this, say Mr. President or Madam Vice President, or just don't motherfucking say anything at all. This is what happens when you take political advice from a quote unquote celebrity or filmmaker, film artist, whoever. If I'm saying film artist wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm all the way tight because first of all, there was people that actually liked that shit. For some fucking reason, people actually responded to that shit. So when I called that ass out, he had nothing to say. Because why? Because you knew you was fucking wrong and got that OD ratio. Yes, I'm using my New York slang accent. That OD ratio that you knew you was fucked up. Ladies, y'all got anything to say? I would like to just tell him and other people like him to shut the fuck up. Just shut the, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop hating. The nominee is going to be Biden, President Biden. Okay. If he chooses not to, then the nominee is going to be Vice President Harris. And if you don't like it, you can eat a fucking dick because you know what? Your fucking demo doesn't vote. So I don't really give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about what leftists have to fucking say. I don't give a fuck about what former Republicans have to say because we already know former Republicans are still going to vote Republican and the leftists aren't going to vote at all. And no. white moderates are going to vote for Republicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. I mean, I'm sorry. It's on brand. Yeah. You know, it's your standard. Sounds about white. 70% of your, your people, your people, dude, voted for that bum from Queens. That whole ass bum. Like, you really going, like, really going to like tout that shit out your mouth and you think that who's not gonna get checked yeah you gotta okay. be out your motherfucking mind and and another thing he needs to change his profile pic because it looks kind of like dry his face looks dry he needs to use some of that shit that sarah used on her face <laughs> sarah your skin look clean <laughs> you know what i may be sick but i'll be damned if i'm gonna be nasty <laughs> exactly there it is Guess what, people? She took a shower, and when she did, she washed her legs and her feet and her face. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? And then when she got out, she moisturized. What a concept. (laughs) 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 You know me me too well, and you know yesterday was Saturday, so you know I got my skincare in with my masks. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it looks like the scalp is is not dry, no dandruff. Kudos to Sarah. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Eliane? Well, um, you know how I'm how much I love pop culture, but today I'm gonna mix a little bit. I'm gonna mix it a little bit. So I am a huge, huge Star Wars fan. Have been since I was a little kid. Uh, my Theo Joey, who's only 11 years older than me, was always a huge fan. And so I wanted to do everything he did. Like I copied him. And so we got into that <laughs> when I was younger. 
So I was really, really excited because the new Disney plus Star Wars show came out, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It is fucking amazing. It's on episode three and just sidebar. It's so fucking good. And in episode three, I think I shrieked the entire episode, um, which was very annoying to Myron, who was on the phone watching with me. Um, He was like, stop fucking screaming in my ear. Um, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's got me clapping on the show. <laughs> he's got you screaming in his ears. Yes. yes, and you clapping. He's like uh, my eardrums. And he's like, it's okay, babe. It's gonna be okay. But, <laughs> you know, one thing that's always kind of bugged me about the fandom is that little sect of really racist, putrid, vile incels who, I mean, I don't know. They're so mad that they have to masturbate with a, with a pair of tweezers um, and that they're still in their mom's basement. And so they just want to take their, you know, their fucking sexual frustration out on amazing Black women actresses, just like they're doing now to Moses Ingram. The difference is, and, you know, we saw this with John Boyega, um, and I forget her name, but she was another actress on that Star Wars movie. They saw so much hate. Um, and so much racism. And, you know, thankfully, the company now kind of sees the writing on the wall and preemptively, you know, tried to prepare Moses Ingram for the hate that they knew she was going to take. And they tried to make it um, evident that they weren't going to fucking take that shit. Um, and I just want to say to all you little incel bitches, grow the fuck up, leave your mom's basement, put the tweezers and the lotion down and go outside, right? And take your hand and put it down and touch the ground, okay? That tweezers. It'll be, it'll be okay. I'm it'll glad you said the tweezers. She's a bad So I had to keep this in, but she said fucking tweezers. <laughs> but my thing is with Star Wars, if they so mad, why was y'all not mad back in the day when Billy D was Lando? I'm sure talking? they were, but they just didn't Lando. have opportunities. Yeah. Like they and, didn't when, and when James Earl Jones was voicing Darth Vader. Word. Yeah. Well, it's still at ninety two. He's yeah. still the best. Oh, 91. He's still the best voice for Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Coming back is Darth Vader. Uh, he's just the best voice. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> period. But yeah. y'all leave black actors the fuck alone, man. Like, chill the yeah. fuck out. I, I tell you, she's so good on the show. She 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 plays like a villain right now. But I don't think she's gonna stay a villain. I don't know. This is the vibe I'm getting, but she's so good that I'm like, I want to hate you, but I'm actually kind of attracted to you. So that's <laughs> a weird thing going on here. But the, the, and I like it. the villains that you turn attracted to. It just happens. <laughs> but Elian, a quick question because I'm a fan of Star Wars too. I was yeah. like, yes, I was raising my hand. So um, this is during the clo- the beginning of like the middle of the clo- Clone Wars, right? This is, uh, I think it's. It's past that. It's right after Anakin turns into Darth Vader. It's like I, I know I'm aware. That's like I don't even care because it's got you and McGregor in it. And- yeah, no, it's in between those two trilogies. So it's in between the second and third trilogy. I'm sorry, the first and third. <laughs> yeah, because I know he turns into because that I saw the Revenge of the Sith in the movies. That shit was lit. So like, and then I saw um. No, it's it's way before uh the force of not the force away. It's way before it is. um yeah. Uh Rogue One. There we go. Yes, yeah. it it is. It's actually it's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. 
and it's really good and you should watch it and yeah fuck I'll these watch, I'll, I'll watch it just okay. for eye candy because you and mcgregor will forever get me wet yeah i just love Obi Wan. my favorite character and i got the star wars pandora bracelet <clears throat> Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, I love that. Now I'm gonna my, get that. my husband watched it. Like I like I was just out sick like all week, just in bed. Like by by the way, my symptoms are all gone. I'm just really tired now. Um, but That's he watched it right there. It kicks yeah. your ass. I'm it sorry. Does. It does. But um when you told me that shit. You find you what? No, like, what? <laughs> he um he he watched he watched the obi-wan the three episodes that were out and he was just like this is my childhood is alive he's like <laughs> my childhood has been has been vindicated <laughs> so he's like it like because he's talking about like james earl jones and all this other stuff and he's like I legit had tears in my eyes because I'm so fucking happy about this. Yeah, I agree. Mike, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so I'll watch it at my sister's house because I'm not subscribing to no more stuff. Ah, I'll give you my password. I'll give you my, uh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> yeah, there you go. Allegedly. Well, I'm changing mine. I'll say what I was going to talk about. for. A oh my time. God. Did, did we bump heads? No, 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 um, no, not at all. Um, I woke up and read something this morning and it really pissed me off and I needed to talk about it. Um, so I was talking about going to some happy, but I'll save that for another time. Um, Ohio's bill and it about um, passed that passed this week to uh, inspect an athlete's genitals if they don't believe that they are female or male. Um, and I'm sorry, this, this, is, this has been going on for a long damn time. There is actually a very active Twitter follower that I think all of us follow a case that has talked about this. She's had experienced it since she was a teenager when she was an athlete. Um, and it's just, one, the way it's written, you could be, you could not like the, ch- the one person could not like that person and report them and then traumatize that child to go through this. You know, it it's goes so much farther than just trans athletes. It's just, you know, there's, you have a vendetta against somebody and it's to think that, you know, I've always been a tomboy in my life. I present feminine for the most part, but also because of the disorder that I was born with, I have a fucking lot of testosterone in my body because of it that I regulate with it. And it's like, you know, and that deals with hair growth. And it's like, somebody could look at me one day if I hadn't shaved or something, saw straightened hair, it's like, well, they could have thought I was a fucking boy. And they're like, I need to report her. We need to check her genitals. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with, I mean, we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of Title IX that now allowed girls to be equally involved in sports. And this is how we're treating our girls now. But you know, if there's gonna be, you know, girls playing male sports, it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna report because I think they can't play as well, but they present a little more boyish. Yeah, it, it really bothered me to see that this is what, you know, beginning of Pride Week, this is what our children are having to deal with. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this country? In a sense that it, it breaks my heart and 
Yeah. You know, it's traumatizing enough as a 15 year old girl having to go, you know, when I first had to go to an OBGYN because I thought I had tumors or cysts or something on my ovaries and having to go through that whole traumatic issues. But, you know, being hauled away in the middle of a sporting event, like who the fuck is going to be checking? Like, are they going to have real doctors? Is this some creepy ass coach that's going to be doing this? Like, what the fuck? It's they, it By passing this bill, they have creating a breeding ground for pedophiles mm-hmm. and child sexual assault in their schools. And yeah. like, I, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want her to play sports. I would stab somebody in the throat with a fucking spoon. Mm -hmm. Try to fucking inspect my child's genitals. I don't even have children, but like any child, like I swear to God, that shit made me so fucking sick to myself. When when you said to inspect the genitals, first of all, you're not expecting my child's genitals because you're going to get fucked up. Mm -hmm. No, you're not going to get cursed at. You're going to get fucked up. And if you're a man doing that, or oh, my husband or my boyfriend or whoever, they're coming to fuck you up. Like yep. they're going to beat your ass. You can call the cops because you're going to get that ass beat. Yep. I, I'm sorry, but if you think I'm going to allow my daughter to endure the trauma that I did as a kid, I'm going to rip your fucking dick off and shove it down your goddamn throat after I shove it up your ass. No, but you're just going to get fucked up. You're going to get fucked up. Your wife is going to get fucked up because she is married to you. Maybe if your kid gets involved, your kid's going to get fucked up too. I'll take yeah. your whole fucking family out. I'll give a fuck. Put me Everybody in, in that damn school, all the coaches, every fucking body. Everybody How, fucking dare up. You? How dare you? Our children are traumatized enough in schools, you know, yeah. where we have to do, you know, lockdown drills to prepare for a fucking active shooter. To, to the point Abuse, where abusive school resource officers. It's disgusting. I mean, fuck that. There's enough trauma going around. You're not going to fucking touch children and look at their private parts so they can play a fucking sport. Yeah. This, this not is not that serious. Are you fucking kidding me? School yeah. is supposed to be one of the safest places for our fucking kids. And the Republican Party has completely fucking destroyed that and made it where school is one of the most dangerous places that our kids can be. And that's what they want. They want to get rid of schools. They wanted to get rid of education since it's segregated. Since they want to get educated because they're dumb. There's some dumbass motherfuckers. I'm telling you, the shit that they say out their mouth, like like that that Missouri congressman is saying that he's going to replace Trump as the VP. Like the stupid shit that come out their mouth, and like and these motherfuckers vote for them. And that's why I keep tweeting yeah. the 53 percent. The 70% of white men, they all voted for the Republican and continuously vote for the Republican Party and they get mad. It's like, well, what about the white Democrats? No, uh-uh. no, no. And it's been going on since the 70s. Like, um, one of my favorite memoirs that I've ever read was, uh, no, I'm totally blanking on her name, but she, she, Cynthia Richards' um, daughter, uh, Ann Richards, she was. Planned Parenthood and she talks about you know how her mom got elected and was running for the second um second second term and she was noticing in Texas alone how the evangelicals weren't making headways as they wanted so they started going to PTAs they started joining school boards back in the 70s and taking control of what books 
and she saw it back then how the dumbing down of our nation started then because they wanted to control they lost they felt that they lost control with all the civil rights movement women's movement everything title nine you know stopping the whole women's act women's rights act that's that they found other headways and they started with the school boards and it's you can see the effect that it's having and now it's taking full control they want to destroy everything that's a joyful for a child it's like i love playing sports when i was a kid basketball was my favorite did track in high school <laughs> and I, I could just picture my dad if somebody tried to do that to me taking a javelin and shoving up their ass and be like look bitch this ain't happening because <laughs> not even close i know what my dad would have done my dad my dad probably would have use a handgun like no use a smith and western even though we shouldn't be talking about guns but he comes from that era in harlem like you touch my child like mm -hmm. Same. you're gonna be buried six feet under yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sorry katie that happened to you i mean it didn't happen to you but i'm sorry that you yeah, went through it with the kid yeah i because i always you know i always joke that they were going to test me for steroids because that's what I've taken all my life is a form of steroids to help regulate with the testosterone. But I was like, if anybody ever like wanted to blood test me, I'd be like, was well, she really a girl? Yeah. I fucking <laughs> hate that shit. I do. I do. And our kids have to go through that. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and on pride month too. And you know what? I feel like that was on purpose. I do too. Mm -hmm. That's just the cruelty is the point with this party. And if you continue to fucking vote for this party, you're a fucking clown and you're complicit. Yep. And I'm going to judge you accordingly. You support pedophilia. I'm going yeah. to flat out say you fucking support pedophilia. I mean, that's exactly like, what that vote is for. And it's it's like them calling Democrats the party of pedophiles. And it's like, nah, y'all are projecting as usual. Calling us groomers and because I've been called that multiple times yep so but hmm so all right heavy topic yes sir it wasn't a much happier topic i'll say yeah, that for oh heavy shit <laughs> heavy topic but we're ready to fight like i said like yeah. I said before like i'm ready to fight like i needed to be some fucking stupid shit like i'm ready to fight like i don't care like and well we're gonna ready to fight bitch ass up the week yeah, so I say we take that energy, right, and take it out on these bitch ass motherfuckers. Hell yes, motherfucking dumbasses. <laughs> so we're we're at my personal favorite part of the week because I love to call people out the worst of the fucking worst and the best of the best. So we got Shantae to let us know who the fuck we're gonna fight this week. Who we fight? So, like I said, if y'all was not listening in the, this is episode thirteen. If y'all was not listening. You need to listen to starting with episode one and continue. Even though one episode is very long, you still need to listen to these segments because these segments is real. So, bitch ass of the week. Those who've been a motherfucking dickhead who's just been outright outlandish, just disgusting. So, here with our bitch asses of the week, the nominees are former child actor, Kirk Cameron, who's now the pastor, pastor, right? Pastor, attacking and accusing public school system of grooming for leftist politics. Governor Gregory that Wayne. Motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shantae, to interrupt you, but that motherfucker. That bitch. 
Gregory Wayne Abbott, Governor Gregory Wayne Abbott of Texas, Governor on Wheels. That's what we call him, Governor on Hot Wheels. You play with Hot Wheels, you already know what that means. Sorry to you know make fun of people's disabilities, but he's an asshole. For spreading misinformation and lies about the Evolve Day shooting with the little 19 babies, our little 19 brown babies. Senator Rafael Edward Cruz, also known as Ted Cruz, but his name is Rafael. We're going to address him as Rafael. For giving tone deaf speech about guns. Evolve police in Texas for inaction during and lying about the Rob Elementary School shooting. So without further ado, I believe the winner is. Anybody know who the winner is? I believe it was Evalde, wasn't it? Because oh, it was overwhelming, it. overwhelming. The Evalde Police Department got 75% of the vote, deservedly so, for being the bitch asses of the fucking week and probably of the goddamn year. Yeah. And you know Definitely. what? And lying and standing outside while little kids getting shot, like all of you motherfuckers should be fired. Like every one of you should be fired. But then again, governor on wheels ain't shit neither. He ain't shit. That's all I'm saying. It's at this point, like, I mean, with the DA blocking anyone from being able to talk about it, there's a cover-up in progress. Plain and simple. Those yeah. police fucked up. Uh, if they didn't fuck up, then it was deliberate letting those brown babies be shot to death. They locked those babies in that room, left them locked in that room with their murderer did nothing. So either it's they're covering up the mistakes or they're covering up the fact that it was deliberate. That part, uh -huh. that part, because you know what? It is not lost on me that the majority of those uh, victims were brown and that the community that it happened in is majority brown. And yes, we could get into the specifics of how some of those parents have voted or whatever, but you know what? You know who didn't fucking vote? Those 19 children don't vote, okay? So I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck about their parents' politics. I really don't fucking care because they have no politics. They're children and they never got the chance to vote. They never fucking will. Nope. So those of you online stop like, you know, talking all this nasty shit because of what the parents have done or said or whatever in the past, save that shit for later because we're still burying these fucking children. They didn't vote. They didn't vote. All they did was show up to school. Yeah. They just wanted to learn. And was ready for that summer kickoff. They was ready to play yeah. summer camp and shit. A summer vacation, and they ain't know they're gonna get shot by a motherfucker. And his mother should get fucking kicked in her fucking face. Mm -hmm. Oh well, he had his reasons. Fuck you, bitch. No, don't judge him, bitch. We're gonna judge you for having him and raising him the way that you fucking did because you obviously did a shit job. You know, and it's like people were talking about like how she was she was on drugs and he was with his grandparents, and I'm like, so the fuck what? My mom was a speed freak and a meth head and a coke and a cokehead when I was a kid. I didn't grow up to go to a school and fucking kill people. You mm -hmm. know, it's like that's got fuck all to do with it. It's the whole thing is fucked up and just I'm done. 
Yep. But on a lighter note, somebody got that badass of the week. Yep. I got badass me. And I'm actually like really, really proud of who came in second because usually it's down at the bottom of the list. (laughs) (laughs) So our uh, nominees for badass of the week are the New York State Legislature for passing the gun package, which discussed earlier, and the New York State John Lewis Voting Rights Act. This is, you know, this is what happens in people when you elect Democrats. Moses Ingram uh, for her portrayal of Third Sister on the on Obi Wan, despite her the racist Star Wars fans, which Elion discussed earlier. Mary J. Blige, which who was chosen as one of Times' one hundred most influential people in the world. So that's that's I, I brought the magazine to show Shantae because I know Shantae love Mary. Look at her. I love Mary. Look at her. I'm sorry. And, and of course, Miss Sussex. Sussex, Meghan Markle appearing at the Platinum Jubilee and ignoring the haters as they fucking booed her, assholes. Pissed me off. Haters. Yep. So coming in fourth place at 7% is Mary J. Blige. Uh, Third is Moses Ingram at 17%. Our runner up which is what makes me so proud is the New York State Legislature because normally nah, people don't really care about New York State politics, but I'm proud. <laughs> I work for the legislature, so I'm like, yeah, we did good. <laughs> and with 50% of the vote, of course, is Ms. Meghan Markle. The Duchess. Yes. God, she looks stunning. I mean, oh she looked stunning. First of all, you guys, they were not supposed to have any like big fanfare. They were supposed to slide in quietly, right? Mm-hmm. When they walked up into that church, okay? <laughs> they let them have their own processional. And yep. she walked down that fucking aisle like it was a catwalk and just smiled at all the haters in her fucking perfection. That was that white dress suit that she had on. Good God. Did you just say perfect processional? Oh my God. Yeah, she, she had she had a whole the, the whole walkway they had to themselves. They strutted. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kate was over in the pews, I guess, having a fight with Wills because her little nasty big and faces. And Megan was just ruling the whole damn thing. Like just I loved it. Chin up, like my comma, BP comma always says, keep your chin up, sit high, walk chin in. Like up, you know, I love when she said that to that little girl. That was so cute. I was yeah, like, I definitely auntie. They paid attention to that for sure because she walked in, shoulders back, chin up, and he was proud as can be. He knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves that woman. My God, he loves that woman. It shows. <laughs> Every time he looks at her, I, I just go, oh. And like, then he's Diane's son. That's, that's, yes. that's her child. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know the queen gave him that. Like, I, re- like I remember when I was I remember when I was living in England and Wills was the whole, you know, he was all the rage. It was before he married Kate and all this other stuff. And people were like, oh yeah, he's he's definitely Diana's son. He's just like her. All this other shit. And it's like, nah, nah. William turned out to be just like his father, fucking around on his wife, being an asshole. And Harry is the one that turned out to be just just like Diana. Uh, speaking, I saw that that home wrecker Camilla. I don't care. She a home wrecker. She is a home wrecker. Mm-hmm. 
because Diane was that real bitch. Because my mother told me when I was a baby, when I was I was in, I was um like a toddler in 1987. I was one years old. She came to New York in 1987. Came to Harlem Hospital. Came into the and Nikki where the babies with AIDS, not HIV, AIDS. Yep. And she held the babies. It was like you don't have to like. She's like, no, I'm holding them. She didn't hug them like in the crown. No, she held them. That's exactly why they called her the People's Princess. Yeah. That's and why came to the hood and was standing with all the Black men. Hi. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, I love Princess Diana and Meghan Markle. I don't want to even say that she gives me Princess Diana energy. She gives me Meghan Markle energy. Yeah, she does. It's like they're two wonderful women, but they will have blazed their own paths. And I'm just really happy for them. I think after... They left, you know, the working family. They left the firm. Um, they just look so much happier. They look always just so joyful. And happiness is the best revenge. And she is getting that revenge every damn day. Yeah, she is. And she she honors Diana, too, in a lot of ways. Because um, you know how important she was to Harry. And yeah. That I mean, because somebody actually ended up posting a picture of Diana in an all-white outfit. The same thing is just like she's worn very similar outfits to Diana in her own way to honor her and be like, look, you did her wrong, do me wrong. I will continue what Diana wasn't able to do. And so, <laughs> in her own way. Take that goddamn family down a few notches, fucking colonizers. Yep. I mean, they drove Megan out the same way they drove Diana out. You know, and instead of instead of you know just bad attitudes like with Diana, they chased Meghan Markle out with racism and refusing to do anything to protect her. So Harry, being the good husband that he is, took it upon himself after losing his mother to protect his damn wife. Yep. Cheers to them! Cheers to them! Drink is way too good. <laughs> Excellent. That was, sorry, I choked my drink a little there. <laughs> so thank you, ladies. That was some good choices this week for sure. Um, and the rightful winners definitely win. We will, I think we should have do an end of the year, best of the best and the worst of the worst. And absolutely. Definitely. I have a feeling of all the, could win it for several years because I, Mars coming out. But thank you all for joining us for this week's episode number 13. Lucky 13, I would say. Um, you know, continue listening to us. Join our Patreon. It's only $5. You can find out all the drunken shenanigans that we get up to after the show. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all those fun places that we're on, Facebook as well. Um, and continue listen to us and give us some feedback what you think and any suggestions and we'd be happy to listen to them thank you <laughs> yes subscribe and give us a, re a review and it better be five star or don't fucking leave one okay <laughs> <That's> she <what you laughs> said <laughs> uh, till next time so unapologetically she listeners we want to bring something to your attention that's really really very important if you've listened to our topics this week you know more than ever that voting is important we are literally voting for life and death here and so 
we want to just remind you to check your voter registration if you are already registered. And if you're not registered to vote, please register. You can do both of those at vote.gov. Ladies, do you want to say anything about the importance of voting? Yeah, um, I'm going to go back on to New York. New York State just passed the gun package. They passed, they, they passed the New York State John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Um, that's state level. The importance of voting is to get ourselves a larger Senate majority. So those two laws that New York passed can be federal. And also in addition, on the federal level, remember the American Rescue Plan passed. A lot of children was you know, out of poverty, 50% of children. We had the bipartisan infrastructure bill. We have all other bills that has been passed. The president just signed an executive order uh, for certain things of children, you know, of people with disabilities in terms of, um, you know, their student loans being canceled. Also signed executive orders of no being on chokeholds and everything. So if you want that type of progress to happen, if you want the shots in your arm, because that was part of the American Rescue Plan, if you want that to happen, register and vote. Don't sit your raggedy ass at home. And I don't want to call y'all raggedy, but don't sit your big crusty ass at home or your ass, your whole ass at home. Go out and vote. And you could go to your local DMV. I know in the state of New York, even though you can still go to the DMV and still register to vote when you get a new ID or renew your license. You can even vote register to vote by mail. Yep. And local elections matter just as much, especially if you're living in a state that is... If not more. Yeah, they really do. Because that's literally what's going to affect you the most. Um, I live in a very red state. While yes, we have a Democratic governor, a lot of the stuff that he wants to get through doesn't get through because we also have 90% Republican control in the Senate and House. So everything from dog catcher all the way up to governor in your state votes, every damn election counts. Every single vote counts. Like Even if you think it's a long shot, you never know. Every, yeah, it could happen. You know, Every vote matters. It does. It truly does. There are states where, yeah, please, <laughs> we, so, you can do. <laughs> in, the, in, in the words of Forever POTUS, don't boo, vote. It's boo. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.